Komm her. Komm. Your will is strong. Hey, everybody. Your will might be strong, too. If you've uh, made it this far in life. Episode four freaking hundred. Come on, everybody. Wait, hold on one second. We have to celebrate somehow, right? What's the best way we could celebrate on a podcast? I guess it would be... Uh, I didn't. Oh, I can't believe this. I can't. No, no. I had I had all these party sound effects ready. Like there's gonna be a big party, big a uh, big uh, gathering of uh, people, and screaming and all that fun stuff. And none of that happened. So all we're gonna do, button up our shirt and get ready for the shit. We're gonna pop open a beer. Episode 400 of Nick the Rat Radio is, it is no, the f- August 23rd, 2023. Tonight we'll be drinking, uh, Modelo, Mod, Modelo. We'll be drinking some Modelo tonight. Don't know what you're drinking, but I hope it's as good as Modelo. Cheers. Ah. I thought I'd do a little something something different tonight. Well, actually, the something different will be something um, what I used to do. I used to have um, like show topics and stuff. Like there used to be things we used to learn. Remember this? Well, it's really hard to do the show with uh, with with no help. So Diane's been gone. It's been a, it's been a lot of a lot of work uh, without her. So that's why we really haven't any like shows with topics or or such. It was just uh, you. Uh, random, random shows, but tonight, tonight we have a show topic. Not only is it like, woo-ha, woo-ha, yay, 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 400. It's, um, it's a me, Mario. No, um, what does that say? Well, um, tonight we'll be discussing a mythical creature most people probably even yeah i know this show is topic yeah, that most people probably never even heard about i'm going to blow your mind tonight and we're going to try to maybe even catch murder kill one tonight have you ever heard of the agropelter no you haven't okay so shut up sit down you haven't heard of the agropelter sit down if you heard of the agropelter you're you're pulling my chain. You never fucking heard of this thing, okay? We're gonna be talking about the agropelter tonight uh, because I found it to be very interesting. He's a monster, very very scary, creepy, creepy monster. We're gonna be talking about him. Um, I might actually be going out of the sewer tonight, leaving. The safety of the pipes. 
for your entertainment. I might die tonight. Maybe Blitz is right. Maybe I should go to Kick. People on Kick, people want to see dot, like people get killed and stuff on Kick, right? That's why it's like Kick.com. Kick them, kick them in the com. Kick them right in the com. Kick them in the com. Um, so we'll be doing that. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have um, first first time caller line is gonna be uh, open very soon. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. You could call. You could leave. Uh, also, best wishes. We'll be taking uh, best wishes. If you want to leave a voicemail right now, you could leave a voicemail saying how how excited and, and proud you are of, of me for, you know, sticking around for episode 400. This might be the last episode. I might die tonight, people. This aggro, aggro uh, pelter. No joke. It's a very serious, dangerous monster that's been... Um, in the wooded areas of um, the Northeast America. And I will be going out into the wilderness tonight in hopes of finding and murdering one for your entertainment. You're a sick bastard. Just want to see things die. Uh, what else is going on here? Wait, where are my notes? God damn, I really missed a hand. The show's been, the show's been going through the changes. You know, it it always changes. Usually not for the best. Usually it's uh, been um, the changes in the show, like my getting less money. The scientists have been paying me less. They've been just haven't just they giving me a modello to drink now instead of that good stuff. Just drinking, you know, whiskeys and whatnot. Now I'm drinking just, uh, I don't even know what this is. Actually, this is pretty good. What am I saying? Um, Hold on, where are my notes? There are my notes. Okay, here we go. Whew. I feel better now. I feel better. Oh, yeah, also, uh, September's almost here. I think it's like next week. Is next week September? Where are we? <clears throat> no, next week is still August. Once September rolls around, we're going to start creepy season up in the sewer. Because... One month's not enough. <clears throat> Oops, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, William in the chat, I will hopefully not die. There is a chat room you could join. It's um, hashtag sewer chat on zero node if you're in the IRC. Or you go to Discord or you go to Twitch. You could you could do all three of those. And maybe one day I'll be on kick. Just don't hold your, don't hold your breath. That's, I'm fucking slow. I haven't even released last week's episode yet. It's it's all pressed. It's ready. The art's ready to go. I just didn't hit upload. Maybe I'll do it after the show tonight. Ow. Can we get a can we get a pimple in your armpit? I think that's like the best place to get it. It's weird when you when you pop a pimple, you hear it pop, but you don't. It, it doesn't make a noise, but you hear it pop. Like if 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 you're the person that has the skin ripping, you hear it. But nobody else does. But it's not even like you hear it. It's like a weird seventh sense type of thing. Something about those armpit pimples are just so fun to pop. Now, before I lose all the listeners to the show, before it's over, we're going to do what people really like and listen to some music. Because the music is all really good. CC by 3.0. Check it out. This one's on SoundCloud, NCMFYT, work the game, 
not going to die from popping a pimple. That would be fucking horrible. We're still in the studio. I didn't leave the studio yet. We're still underground. 
in the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. It's a. Uh, it's gonna be scary. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about this creature here. The agropelter came around in the 1910s. That's that's when this uh, mythical creature can can you have can you have mythical creatures from the 1910s? Is that is there like a date before it comes mythical? Well, I guess like Slenderman might be considered a mythical creature. I guess myth just means it's not real, right? Like even like Superman's mythical. You think in like two thousand years from now they're gonna look back at our society and and see like Superman stuff and think people worshipped him, and they'll tell stories about Superman like how he was probably a real person or something like the people in the year two thousand worship a man that they thought came from a planet called Krypton. They built statues for him, made uh, documentaries. Got tattoos. It's uh, it's weird. Maybe maybe the people that were like worshiping Zeus and all that, maybe they weren't even really worshiping Zeus. Maybe that was just like their their movies for the time. Like, oh, you see that new Zeus? Did you read that new Zeus book? You, you watch that new Zeus movie? Yeah, it was a it was a good one, right? Yeah, like maybe they didn't really like worship him. Maybe that's the only just like those were just the characters they had. Like, if. If we didn't have a, like, say we had, you know, uh, like, we didn't have, like, Jesus and all that. We had, like, Spider-Man or something, just Spider-Man. Maybe we'd have, we'd just put him up on buildings. Like, uh, just because uh, we have no- nothing else to put up on a building. We If we didn't think of, the, like, the gargoyle shape, maybe we would have, like, um, like, Batman or something. Maybe it's all just bull. Either way, um, this is this is like a, a creature that lives in the forests of um, from like Maine to Oregon. All this, all you know, up in the trees. A lot of tree. There's a there's like maybe a tree, one or two outside. So I'm gonna go check those trees out. It's a lot of grass, a lot of grass around the sewers around here. But um, I'll be in the grass probably to hide in case it sees me. It's a very mean creature. It lives in like the hollows of trees. Like if you ever see like a tree that has a hollow, like a hole. If you're a dendrophiliac, lube it up and have fun. But if you're not, watch out because it might be filled with um, an agropelter. Now, agropelters they would hang out you know, usually where um, there's lumberjacks because they don't like they don't like people cutting down their trees. These agropelters live in. The tree, not like, not even like just in the tree. They like live in the tree, like inside, like there's a hole in the tree and they go inside there and they got these, they got like these, like, like they look like they got like a body of a man, like a really muscular dude, like a really diesel guy, but like a monkey face. So it's like a monkey face muscle man inside of a tree. And if he sees you around, he starts chucking shit at you. They'll like break branches off or rip the nuts off the tree and hurl them at your face. And that's why they're called the agropelter. Because, you know, they, they, the agro is like, you know, start a fight, fighting, you know, aggressive. And pelter is when you take the, the fuzz off an animal and you make a belt or some shit. So their name really just really represents exactly what they are. Um, 
They got these big ass fucking arms too. There's a lot of depictions of them with like, like um, they're almost like slinky looking arms, like uh, like if Popeye and Gumby fucked and had a kid and stuck him in a tree. It might just be the aggro pelter. Uh, and it would uh, it, 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 I got I I have a couple stories that I found. Uh, I was looking through um, some old folklore that I've. Uh, collected through the years in, inside of... Because, you know, in the sewer, there's a lot of books down here. People just throw stuff out. And sometimes you get these really, really rare uh, books. I've got a couple of really, really rare books that have stories about the Agropelter. I'm going to share some of them with you later. I, I've read them. I'm just going to break them down, and I'm going to I'm going to tell them to you. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to read word for word from the book. Nobody wants to hear that. They just want to hear me, they just want to hear me uh, you know, uh, juking and, and jiving. Uh, the agropelter, from what I could tell, if it's not real, but I think it is real, I have a lot of belie- reason to believe it is real, especially from the stories that I, I know and so- a couple other things I'll get into uh, maybe after the next break. I can't get into it now. I can't talk about it because the my lawyers, et cetera, et cetera, NDAs out of my asshole. Uh, today, if if the agropelter wasn't real, but it is real, even though it's a mythological creature, it's real. So kind of just forget everything that I might have said at some point. But you know, uh, I would. Uh, you ever hear of like a widowmaker? They call them widowmakers. It's like old trees, and you know they just fall on people in the middle of the, in the. the Call them widow. Maybe it's not a widow make. Maybe it's the agro pelter. Maybe those whittle whittle widow widowmakers are uh, actually widowmakers at all. They're just uh, they're uh, the creature, the agro pelter, hanging out in the fucking trees, throwing shit at people. Pardon me. Welcome, Bry Cycle. First time chat. Wow, that's that's interesting. What does this do? What does this little button here do? Like a sword. I could click a sword. No, no. These uh, these these chat programs are weird. Um. Ah. Uh, what's going? I lost my notes. Where's my notes? I gotta open my notes. I can't see. Where's my weed? Oh boy. There's my notes. Okay. Okay, everybody. I got my notes. I'm feeling good. We now know what the agro pelter is. What it what it do look like, um, but how do you kill it? What's the best way to kill an agropelter? That's that's the question that I find myself asking myself when I come to work every day. Is what it what it do be like? Uh, so let's let's think about that for a bit. Uh, if you could imagine what it would be like to kill an agropelter, or if you ever met one, please give me a call now at 917-719-5923. Um, would you eat the remains of this thing? Would you chop its long sausage-like arms up to be kalbasa and cover it with horseradish? Or would you not? Would you run like a little bitch? But if you do need protection, I think I might have something for you that we could talk about after this break. But let's take a quick break right now. Oh boy. And then when we come back, we're going to thank some people. 
And then I'm going to gather up my balls, and I'm going to bring them outside and try to hunt me down an agropelter. Here's Marcus Howard with Hold Me. Welcome back. I'm kind of excited about this segment right here. This is the donation segment. Donation segment. You over there. Uh, we have a P.O. Box. P.O. Box, Nick the Rat, 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 112009. Over here. Somebody sent me something. Somebody sent me something. Somebody sent me something. I'm going to open it now. I want to see what it is. It was in a box. Somebody sent it. Somebody sent, somebody sent me some. It's over here. Somebody sent me some. Let's see what it is. It's a gift receipt. Kissy kiss from Mike Roch. 
Well, now I can see what it is. It says right here what it is. Oh boy. Let's Let's see it. Thank you, Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. Let's see what my doctor could give me. Oh. Oh boy. It is a human skull wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh, this is actually creepy. Ugh, I almost don't want to touch it. This looks real. Dr. Sir Mike Crotch, is this like somebody you know? Ugh. Oh, this is really disturbing. Look at this sucker. <clears throat> and there she was, wrapped in plastic. Very... Very cool. It's actually kind of nasty looking down at the bottom of it. Like, I don't even want to touch that. Is that real? What is this made out of? I'm going to go cover this in mayonnaise and masturbate into it later. This is Diane. <laughs> even comes with a jawbone. Cool. Yeah, there she was. Um... I'll take it all the way out. I'll take it all the way out. I'll touch it. Ugh. It just, it seems so real. Is this real? What is this? Ew. Ugh. Yeah, look at this. And it comes with a jawbone, too. Why is it? Ew. This is really disturbingly almost realistic. Very, very realistic. It's... Hey, yeah. Ugh. Hello. Thank you so much, Sir Dr. Mycrotch, for this very strange... and disturbing... skull. That's wild! All right. That was Diane Skull. Di Diane word. Uh, let's put this over here. Okay, watch. Thank you. If you'd like to send me anything, you just send to PO Box nine five and Bob, and I'll open it on the uh, the air. I'll open it live. Uh, if you want to see what it was, there's video of this. There's a uh, if you go to YouTube.com/slash NickTheRat, you could check out some of the video of this. But this is mainly a podcast, so you don't have to do that. But what it was was a very realistic looking skull. Uh, we could also send donations at Nick at NickTheRat.com. Nick the Rat, Nick at Nick the Nick. Uh, you go to NickTheRat.com and you go click donate, and then there is a uh, thing for uh, PayPal buttons there. You could donate through there. Let's click uh, here and find if we have any donations this week through the PayPal. Looks like we might have one or two. We have uh, received payment from. I read initials, the amount, and any notes. Four dollars and twenty cents. 
from Mac. Thank you, Mac. Mac's been around for a while. Thank you so much, Mac, for the 420. I appreciate you. I'm actually curious about what you are about, Mac. Are you PC? No. Cheers to you for the 420. Yeah, I should. Let's do a let's do a blinker. I mean, uh, was that it? That might have been it. That might have been the only donations this week. What was the last uh, damage? Bop, bop, bop. I think there was one more. 16, 17, 18. That was on... Oh, that's the legal agreement. 16th. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Uh, was there any... Uh, bop. There was... Uh, you could also donate by boosting with Satoshis. And Booberry hit me up with 1,200 sats. Saying midnight in the sewer. Thank you so much for your sats, Mr. Booberry. Okay. That's such a good time talking to Booberry. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, that boo. The boo boo, the boo boo berry. Thank you so much for that, Booberry. You could also uh, use Twitch. If you got Prime, you go to Prime. You could go to Twitch on Prime. If you got that, you give me a free thing there. That's the only reason I'm on here uh, for the free money. Whee! Uh, we got Wonka Willie with seven, followed me seven days ago. We got DJ Slave, give me a shout out. DJ Slave one, great, you go check her out. She's a great little DJ. Uh, Bicycle followed me 13 minutes ago. Thank you so much, Bicycle. It's Dr. Sir Mike Crotch, resubbed with Prime. They've been subbed for five months, 10 minutes ago. Five mouths, what? What the mouth do? What? Five mouths, what the months do? Oh, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, also, um, uh, this episode about the the agro pelter is one hundred percent because you know I'm trying to you know inform you people about dangerous stuffs if you're in the northeastern area where there's might be some woods and some trees with some holes and shit. It has nothing to do with um, making money. Or uh, selling my soul to to my job for the scientists that want to sell a product, but it just it's it's very strange, very strange that um, they just happened so making uh, they happen they so happen to be making a an item that you could buy that could fight off agro pelters in. Agro Pelter Repeller, if you will. And I think it's going to be really cool. I'm going to be taking one out uh, tonight with me. I think they still have it on the product line. I'm not sure if it's done yet. I have to go check with the scientist before I go out to see if I can take it with me. I really hope I can because if I bump into an Agro Pelter and I don't have my Agro Pelter Repeller with me, I'm in a lot of doo-doo. I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble. But um, So let's just take a quick... Um, commercial break. Thank you, everybody that donated. You are the best. Thank you for Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. Thanks you, thank you for giving me head. Um, and everybody, uh, you guys are great. I hope you have a... Uh, you guys are great. Community is needed. I was hanging out with my friend the other day. He was feeling really sad. He's like, I think I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm like, you're like, you're like four years old. What's going on here? You can't do that. 
Rats don't live too long. Um, actually, four is very old for a rat. Um, ultra duper old. I mean, like he was one. He's having a midlife crisis at one years old. I take back my the four number. Um, and and I, and and I was like, dude, dude, it took you this long to realize that there's really no point to anything. Like I knew there was no point to anything a long time ago. You just have to enjoy the now. And a good way to enjoy the now and not think about the oncoming emptiness of reality as it falls apart in front of your face is to join a community. Community um, connection is protection. It's very good to be with people that are like-minded as you and to do things with them. Anyway, let's listen to this commercial break. We'll be right back. I think I'm a little drunk off this model. Introducing the ultimate solution to your lumberjack nightmares. Are you tired of dodging debris thrown by those pesky agro-pelters? Look no further. Introducing the AgroGuard Pro. AgroGuard Pro. The world's first agro-pelter repellent device that is in a league of its own. But wait, it's not just a repellent. It's a game changer. Behold the power of the AgroGuard Pro. A nuclear-powered chainsaw designed to keep those agro-pelters at bay. With its cutting-edge nuclear power core, the AgroGuard Pro generates electrifying force fields that send agro-pelters packing. Say goodbye to the unwanted aerial debris and hello to the hassle-free lumberjacking life you always wanted. Its reinforced chainsaw blade ensures you'll be slicing through logs with ease, while the ergonomic grip guarantees maximum control and precision. The AgroGuard Pro is just a tool. Isn't just a tool. It's your ultimate sidekick in the forest. Don't let those agro-pelters get the best of you. Take back the forest and make logging a breeze with the AgroGuard Pro. Agro-pelters never had it worse. They used to love throwing shit right in your face, but now they're getting shit fucked up in their shit fucked face. Last I saw an agro-pelter, his shit was all over the side of a tree. Somebody had the Arrow-Grow-Guard Pro, and they sliced that piece of shit up real good. Order now and receive a complimentary set of AgroPelter repellent goggles to complete your ultimate lumberjack arsenal. AgroGuard Pro, where innovation meets nature head on. Get yours today and experience the revolution in lumberjack technology. Only from the Dark Sewer Network. Order yours today, $699.69. Call now. Operators are sitting on their fucking hands like pieces of shit. 917-719-5923. Yeah! Fuck those guys up. Yeah! Agro Guard Pro.
Uh-huh. Cat skin with kill the poor! Efficiency in progress is ours once more. Now that we have the neutron bomb, it's nice and quick and clean. It gets things done. Away with excess and me. But no less value to property. No sense in war, but perfect sense at home. The sun beats down on a brand new day. No more welfare tax to pay. A slightly slums gone up in flashing light. Jobless millions whisked away. At last we have more room to play. Us as good as going to kill the poor tonight. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor tonight. Behold the sparkle of champagne. The crime rate's gone, feel free again. The breeze with you, Miss Millie White. Shane Foster on the street today. The big fellow liberals, it's okay. So let's get dressed and dance away tonight. While they kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor tonight. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Outside of the sewer now. Looking for the uh, agro pelter. Hopefully I could uh, possibly find one um, before the show's over. And before I get pelted with anything. Um, well, while I'm waiting out here, I think the phone line still works out here. Let's see if we could uh, test to see if the phone line's working. Um, hold on. 917 719 
It's 917-719-5923. That's, yeah, that's the phone number. The phone lines are now open. We're going to be taking calls. If you want to talk about the Agropelter or, uh, or, or congratulate me on 400 episodes or uh, uh, t- t- uh, send me send me head, you could do that just like this caller. Hello, caller. Hello, Nick the Red. Hi. It is I, Stillwater. Greetings, Stillwater from Spearfish. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so we got to hunt this thing down. Now, in situations like this, I always think, what would Batman do? Um, well, if there was an aggro pelter in a tree, he'd probably buy the tree. He's really rich. Okay. All right. Let's look at it from the detective angle. Midnight and Sword. So we're going to do some detective work here. All okay. right. So the agro pelter. What do we know about it so far? We know its environment uh, out in the woods, you know. Hole in tree. Uh, tree hole. Mm-hmm. Usually in tree holes. Okay. Uh, now, what are some of the um, stories that we have uh, of encounters with uh, agropelters? And we see what their strengths and weaknesses are, and uh, we compile that, and then we build a profile. It's a lot of stories about lumberjacks uh, being found um, squished under sticks in the, in the, in the middle of the woods. Like, mm-hmm. like they would fall right on top of them. Um, there, mm-hmm. was, there was a foreman once. There was a foreman. I think it was like five guys, and he was one of them. He was the fourth. Uh, he he didn't want to pay all of his workers because he was a really really shitty guy. Everybody hated him. Um, they I'm found very stingy. Him. They found this guy under a tree, like dead, and all the uh, four other guys that found him. The foreman, they said that there was an mm-hmm. aggro pelter. Uh, totally, they were th- he was throwing shit. They all ran away, but the the foreman got killed, and he took it, it took his wallet too, or something. Um, but yeah, hmm. they didn't catch it. Oh, interesting that it took its wallet. Yeah, because up until that point, I was like, well, this is a like a, uh, environmental protector kind of uh, uh, entity as. At first. I know. What is the wallet but part about? The, but the foreman's wallet, huh? I don't know. Maybe the foreman had pictures Ooh, of his that, wife that in that the wallet or something. I'm not too sure. I but, mean, so if you want to go and draw this person, this entity out, yeah, the way that Batman would do it would be to do the same things that these other victims did right before they were, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Offed by the uh, that entity, and uh, so uh, start chopping down some trees. There's not that many, might get its attention. There's not many trees around but here. Let's, still... let's, oh, okay. Um, hmm, okay. So uh, anyway, let's let's explore this further. Uh, what other evidence do we have? Well, there was this, there was another story uh, in Maine. There was um, his name was. John John the Chopper, they used to call him. Really popular logger. He used to go to all the uh, bars after he would uh, chop wood for his family. Um, he would go to the bars, mm-hmm. and women women loved him. They would see mm-hmm. him. They would. 
he but he was like, you know, I'm married, you got to get away from me, blah blah blah. He would still he would take them into he had a tree house where he would uh mm-hmm. have coitus uh behind his wife's back. Now, one night, okay. One night his wife looked up in the tree and saw him his butt his ass widespread and some girl was pegging him in the ass. And then, uh-huh. then the wife saw the agropelter throw a rock and hit him in the head. He fell out of the tree and died. Okay. Wow, there's a lot going on in that one. Luckily, the huh. wife was there to see the agropelter throw the rock. Otherwise, nobody would have known how he got hit in the head with one. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well. well. Huh. So that time, that guy wasn't... Well, okay, he was chopping down trees again. He was. Um, he was a logger. Yeah. I mean, he might have been stalked for a while, and the whole uh, extramarital tryst might have been um, uncircumstantial, you know? Like, no, it had was, nothing to do with it. Maybe it the agriculture was, was just seeing this guy chopping trees down. Yeah. Hunting him. Hunting him. These things need to be stopped. That's why the sewer, the sewer scientist made a, a nuclear-powered chainsaw, which they were supposed to give me, and they sent me mm-hmm. out here to kill one. But there's no trees. I don't have this chain. I don't know what's going on right now. Okay. It's okay. Stay calm. That's what Batman would do. I got a cool skull. skull. I got a cool skull. Somebody sent me oh, a skull. Oh, yeah. That is a cool skull. It's really scaring me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean that's normal. Most most skulls do that. It's wonder, like there's eyes there, but there's not. Wonder if the agropelter has a skull in its head, or if it's just like just like not have has a skull. Maybe it's just got like really hard hard brains. Well, that gets into the question: is um, like, is this a physical, real world entity, or is it somehow incorporeal? It's true. He and, might be um, from like another dimension. He, this, yeah. He might I mean, there's be. a lot of people that feel that uh, Sasquatch is an extra dimensional and not just a physical thing, but he can uh, zip into another dimension uh, at will. This thing might actually be related to the. Um, this might be like Bigfoot's retarded little cousin. Because he sounds kind of like he's a big hairy humanoid, but he just has really long arms. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got long arms and he's in the trees. He might, maybe he's like, um, like the maybe he's Bigfoot's gimp. Maybe like he's mm-hmm. like, like his. Like his it pe- could be. There's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of questions here. We need to explore this because that is what the world's greatest detective would do. You know. Not explore it before you know it. Study every every angle possible here. I too am a big fan of Dora. Uh, there was mm-hmm. also a story about there was once a logger, and he was mm-hmm. um, he was making a log cabin in the. Uh-huh. This was in a nineteen. It was like nineteen o two or something. He was building a log cabin. Uh, you know, like on the border of New York and Canada. And the story goes like this, that he was uh, almost done building this log cabin. And then um, uh, his family 
his family went to visit him because he was trying to. He was just like a recluse. Like he was like he wanted to get out in the middle of the woods. His family mm-hmm. went to his house and found found the house. They went to the log cabin, and when they went into the log cabin, all they found was like dresses and and high heeled shoes and lipstick and all this. And and they saw That's him in the bathroom. Terrible. They saw him in the bathroom covered um, in blood, and he was hit in the head with, like, a stick. They Somebody hit him in the head with a stick, and he was also dead, and they said it was the agropelter. Okay, that one actually sounds more like a serial killer. Hmm. Especially with the last bit, with the, um, you know, all that creepy imagery with the dresses and the whatnot. Ugh. No, th- those were his. I think those were his his dresses. Yeah, that doesn't make it look creepy. And then um, the family said that they burnt the house down after the after they saw the stick in his head because they were like they knew it was the agro pelter and he could be in the house still. So they burnt it oh. down. Oh. Okay. All right. So um. And then they said they were there any other accounts uh, that take place uh, after this one. Um, well, yeah, that was like in the early 1900s. There's accounts. Oh, okay. I, I, cause I thought this was going to be an open and shut case. Like, uh, someone already took, uh, this thing out, but that might be either that there's, uh, more than one or, uh, uh, that might not have been the agopelter. There was, but, you know, question everything, but never rule anything out. All right, let's, let's keep looking into this. There was another story uh, a really long time ago. Um, somebody saw the agropelter, and he, they followed him. And the agropelter um, was doing some magical stuff. It was um, it, it threw sticks at this person to try to get him away, and threw rocks at the person to get him. But he kept following him. He kept following. nothing. The agropelter could do could get this guy to stop following him. Um, then the guy was documenting it, and he said that he saw this agropelter. Uh, Walking on water, so magical powers. Um, mm-hmm. At one point, the agropelter was uh, touching. It was like it was like rain. It was raining, and it went into a leaf. And the agropelter was touching it, and it turned to wine. Okay, it sounds like he's stealing some of Jesus Crazy's moves. Hmm. Hmm. But you know. There's a lot of uh, paranormal entities that cannot cross rivers, and so um, uh, we can rule out mo- most of the other paranormal uh, uh, creatures that cannot cross uh, water as far as um, it might not be related to any of those. So we're getting to a point where we can start ruling stuff out. This is good. That's, that's, All right. Is there anything else you got? I have I have so many stories. I found I found like this whole book. There's a whole book. Ooh, was it leather bound? No it it was it was like linen or some shit. It was leather. No, oh, that's okay. Did you still sn- smell the pages? Yeah, I find I that, uh, that uh, pages of old books smell really nice. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I love reading books. 
There was uh, one more. I could tell you one more account of the agropelters that I was reading about. Okay, to do some more detective work. Of this, course, this is the this is the, the scariest one I think yet. Um, there okay. was one. There was a lady, and she had a job. No way. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. Go on. Um, she worked for a really, really powerful person, and this person was probably an agropelter because she told a story. She accounted a story of he threw a. It looked like a stick. It was a long brown thing. She he threw it, and it went right up into her cooter. It was a. I don't know what it was, but it was a. a it was. She said it was an agropelter, and uh, it was a very strange story. There was a dress involved as well. She's got proof that he exists. Um, so I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe he's out there. Okay, that last one. Yeah, I think it has nuggets of truth to it, but I think it might be mostly a a a beautiful folktale. Could- I was actually entranced by it uh, from beginning to end. I loved that story. You did? I might tell it to my grandbabies one day. Um, but anyway, even uh, even the outlandish ones like that might still have some nuggets of truth. Well, we, we could find out. We, I think he likes, I think the agropelter likes throwing, likes throwing things. Mm-hmm. They, they, that does seem to be uh, the, the agropelter's uh, signature move. Maybe we could attach yeah. like a, a, a catcher's mitt to this chainsaw because the chainsaw could cut down the trees that he's usually in. And the, the catcher's mitt, I'll tell the scientists this, they should attach a catcher's mitt to the chainsaw to catch all the sticks and the mm. rocks he throws. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe a smaller chainsaw that you can do on one hand yeah. and then a catcher mitt on the other hand. So oh. you can kind of... It's not quite dual wielding, but it's sort so so much as it's like a a sword and a shield. Yeah, like except it. for the uh, agro pelter. Mm. You know, so that you can you can catch something thrown up with one hand and then strike with the other. You know. Oh man, I've been. I, I mean, these are all things that I could see Batman doing. So I think we're on the right track here. Anyway, Nick the Right was lovely talking to you. Love you and everyone in the sewer chat and on a no agenda stream. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Let's catch that aggro pelter. Love you. Bye. And thank you so much for congratulating me on my uh, 400th episode. Thank you so much, caller. Um, see, it's callers like him that really just make you feel full of. Um, Pride and joy in in being um, real. Where's this goddamn chainsaw? I feel I could be killed at any moment here. I'm gonna have to call the scientist. Um, maybe I'm gonna get the scientist on the phone line. We're gonna take a let's take a quick musical interlude, interne, interlude, and let's listen to a song. We'll be right back. This one is by Noel DM. This is Ninth Sun. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to call the scientist and tell him about the the catcher's mitt idea because I think that might save my life. Put that shit on that chainsaw before you give it to me, please. Thank you so much.
building a rat ship here. Hey, motherfucker. I'm going to get this party started. Everybody, this is your friendly fucking radio station hijacked alien Zindu coming to you from the sewers. I uh, decided to sneak in. I know Nick the Rat is out, so I figured that this would be the perfect, perfect, perfect opportunity to take my 33 nut sacks and swing them on down into the sewer. Fuck. What happened since I've been gone? I've been gone a long time. This the fuck, everything over here is all sticky and gooey. I don't know where anything is anymore. I don't know. He's he's hiding. He's hiding his weed somewhere. I don't know where he's hiding it, but I'm gonna find it. He's out right now. He's hunting for a a fucking girlfriend or some shit. Was he in Arpo Arpo Gators or some shit in the trees? I don't know. I uh, I had somebody send him in. Uh, I sent in a little design to the scientists I sent in a little design for uh, for a weapon to fight these creatures that <laughs> they, ah, they don't even really fucking exist but you know, it's a good weapon it's a really fucking good one a little unstable but uh you know Nick the Rat's out there he's hunting this uh what is it aggro aggro thrower aggro tosser fight. it's like it's a little fucking whatever I don't know some shit flinger either way he's out and I, I figured I'd come in here oh wait I just found some of his stash. Let's hit that shit. Here we go. <laughs> I hope he likes the taste of my butthole, because that's how I inhale. Anyways, let's let me get a little something off my chest. I, I've I got something on my chest. I've been I've been trying to make some money. You know, I'm trying to make some stacks. I'm looking around. I'm looking around at uh, what's going on in the world and how. And some of the richest companies and some of the richest people out there. I'm trying to figure out how they did it so I can do it too. Because that's, you know, that's how uh, life works, right? You you see something that's working and successful. You too continue to, you could do, you could do the same thing. You could, you could replicate the success that you see. So the, one of the biggest success stories there is out there is, is probably the uh, pharmaceutical companies. I think they're pretty big. Other than, you know, coming to the planet and killing everybody like the military, I guess the only other thing I could do is uh, uh, sell you guys fucking uh, drugs or something. Uh, it's great. I've been doing so much research. Uh, it may, uh, they don't know They don't know what they're giving you. It's, it's, like, it's like if I took my spaceship and I went back in time to the 1910s, when there's these guys selling fucking snake snake poison in like jars and shit, you drink it, you might go blind, but it might also cure your fucking the little wart on your dick because you might go blind, you won't see it anymore. You know, problem solution. Uh, modern day needs modern solutions, but when there's no when there's no problems, 
How are you going to have a solution for it? Uh, they, they got these pills. They don't even know what they do. They got these pills. What do they do? They, they make you all jumpy and excited. They might fucking change your brain chemistry, rewire some synapses, make your fucking asshole so tight you can't shit no more so you gain weight. Or maybe it'll make it too loose and you shit too much and you lose weight. But in the end, they really don't know what kind of fucking, uh, what they're dealing with. It's almost like they're Satanists, these fucking people up in, in your... Your, your doctors, they're just like these horrific creatures. They're like, hey, what can we give them? <laughs> and then they got like, it's only, they only need like 10 people. They just need 10 people that are on top. That's that's probably all they really need. Mean, they, they, you know, fuck that. They just need one person on top to say that this is the good thing. This is, that's what you need to do. Oh, you got, you got a fucking, you got a planner's wart? All right, well, uh. My company just made this this fucking product, and uh, I'm going to tell all the other doctors that this is what they got to tell people to do because we did the research. Uh, do you want to see the research? Sure. Well, we'll uh, wrap the research up in mumbo jumbo and slap a big check on it and send it off to you anyway. So you know, even if you don't read the research, which you shouldn't, because the research will make you know that we don't even fucking we just we're statisticians over here. You know, we we're not we're not scientists. We're just taking numbers and we're taking the numbers that we want and we're filling in holes. We're filling holes. That's what I like to do. I got all these cocks. What am I supposed to do with them? Fill holes. So I'm going to fill up some of these fucking holes with my cocks. And um, the, the, the drug, the, the where, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's, if, if you got, if you got these drugs to sell, I got a drug. Okay. I made a pill. Uh, what does it do to you? I don't know. It gives you the sweats, the shits. Uh, it makes you feel a little hot. Who can I give it to? Who needs the sweats, the shits, and to get a little hot? I don't know. Well, I have to make up something. I have to say that, uh, uh, I don't know. If you're feeling lonely, because being lonely is, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a hard, it's hard. You shouldn't be lonely. And there's definitely different, different layers of loneliness. Some people are lonely level one, meaning like, you know, they might, uh, they might just, they might, uh, have five roommates. But he's not really very friendly with them, so you 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 cut. You're lonely, you know. That's that's level one loneliness. But there's you know there's a spectrum. That's how you really sell. Because lonely level one guy, he could take my pill like once a day. But lonely level two guy, that motherfucker's gonna have to take my pill twice a day. Now, my you might be saying, how does this loneliness pill work? Well, if you get the shits, you rush for the bathroom. Now, if you're in a group with other people all getting the shits and you run towards the bathroom, you're going to work together as a group to figure this out. And it's going to cure your loneliness. Lickety split. You're going to be like, you're going to either hate being around people or you're going to love it. They're either going to help you in your time of sweaty shits or they're going to really just disappoint you in your time of sweaty shits. And it's going to either, it's going to cure at least your level one spectrum of loneliness or your level two spectrum of loneliness. Now, listen here. Uh, this drug's not been made yet, but we're going to fucking make it for you. If if I could prove that there's even a level three level of loneliness, meaning if you don't have a pet in your life, you have a fluffy hole in you, and that fluffy hole needs to be filled. Now, if you can't fill it because uh, you can't, you, you're a fucking horrible person that doesn't know how to raise a pet or take care of something, this pill that gives you the shits and the sweats, it's going to be great for you. Now, uh... It's okay because the FDA, it, it won't kill you. The FDA approved it. I paid them off a lot of money. They tried it. They got the switch. They got the shits. It does it as advertised. But the thing was, they were like, who are you going to sell it to? I was like, well, these people that are lonely. And they were like, yeah, but loneliness, that's just like whatever. That's like an, that's like an everyday thing. Every fucking person 
is lonely because you're, you're stuck in your own body. You're in your own vessel. There's no way that you're not lonely. If you say you're not lonely, you got to fuck it. You, you, I got I, I got a boat I got to buy from you because you're a good salesman because you're, you're a fucking liar, you fucking lonely piece of shit. And you need my drug, which we're going to be selling to you soon. It's going to really, really cure it. Now, I started to, I started, you know, I was like, well, what are you going to do? These, these adults, some of the adults, they think that they're not lonely, but the kids... The kids don't know that they're not lonely yet at all because I didn't tell them. So I got to make these commercials. And where am I going to put them? I'm going to put them on, you know, public TV. I'm, they're going to be on the trains. They're going to be on the planes. They're going to be in the automobiles. They're going to be every fucking way. You're going to see these these pictures of people having fun together, smiling. And in little words, little tiny words, it's going to say you're going to get the shits and the sweats. But in the big words, it's going to say... Join the society or some shit like that. You know, I don't fucking know. There's going to be some sort of like um, uh, a, a feel good thing, a fucking thing that's going to really sell this drug that I just made up for a group of people that have a disease because everybody has the same thing. It's not even the fuck. It's it's fucking wild. And then I'm going to get the kids on it. And once the kids are on it, I'm going to start to like fucking I'm going to make it kind of cool to be lonely. I'm going to be like, uh it's kind of, it's either cool to be lonely or cool not to be lonely. And then these drugs, you could take them at different levels. Like you could take like, like a little bit of it just to be a little bit lonely. Or if you don't want to be lonely at all, you could take a lot of it. And there's going to be different colors and flavors and shit. We're going to be doing, and there's going to be people, we're going to give it to people. We're just going to send it to kids that are like uh, uh, on the internet that have a lot of people, a lot of eyes on them, a lot of eyes on these kids. And we're going to give the kids these drugs and they're going to be like, oh man, I'm doing, we're gonna, we have to rename them. So we can't just call, I don't, I, I don't even have a fucking name for it, but I was just going to, we uh, We'll call it the, uh, the, uh, the, the fuck, I don't, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. We'll call it the, uh, the lonely pill, the, the lonely pills. You know, you're straight to the point. Why do all these drug companies got to put these weird fucking names on these drugs? Like they're renaming them anyway. It's like Ozempic. That's not even the name of the, like the, the chemical compound is like fucking pseudomonoglutamate or whatever the fuck it is. And then they put the name on it. Why don't they just call it what it does? Like, you know. Well, they don't know what it does, so that's the whole fucking problem. Anyway, uh, so I, we'll call, you know, the dubskis. We'll call the, the, the lonely pills, we'll, the cool kids will call them the dubskis. And how many dubskis can you do? Because you don't want to be lonely at all. You want to get you want to get your pants filled with shit. So we're going to give these kids these influencers to take these pills, to shit their pants, and put it online, and then they're going to try to sell it to other kids and tell them how cool it is and how, how fun it is to not be lonely anymore. And all that, wait, we could have, like, signs of loneliness, like, oh, did you ever, like, look out the window and wish that you saw somebody? Well, you might be lonely. You need this pill. And then, you know, we, we maybe we could, like, change the chemical makeup of the pill. So maybe, maybe, like, we'll have one that makes you shit. And then we'll have one that clogs you up. So if you get too shitty, we'll have another pill to fix that for you. And it'll also help you not be lonely because of some other fucking reason. I'll just pull out of my ass that some statistician made up anyway. Because there's no science involved in any process that we do on the fucking human society. And it's just so fucking mad, pat, crazy out there. I'm going to be rich. Anyway, I just took a shit all over Nick's chair. I hope he sees that when he gets home from his wild fucking goose chase. Uh, Nick, hope you don't die out there with that product that I made. It's a piece of shit. I fucking... Fuck you. Anyway, fuck all you guys. Fucks you in the morning. Fucks you in the sewer. Fucks you all afternoon. This is Zindu coming to you from Nick's chair in the sewer. And I'm out. Later. Fuck you.
Most often, if you have a poor system, it is made up of people who maybe haven't done a lot of introspection. We cannot solve the world's biggest problems if we haven't conquered our own demons. Hi. This is Ryan King. I'm calling you from Accident Claim Solutions. How are you doing today? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing pretty good. What's going on? Actually, this is just a verification call about compensation money regarding an auto accident that happened within the past two years. Do you remember when someone hit you and that was not your fault? Yeah, I was driving my Chevy uh, down the FDR while your mother was blowing me. She was rubbing my balls, tickling them really deep, and I swerved a little bit. Some guy hit me, but I still blame her. Hello? What's your mom's number? She won't call me back. It's hard to be honest, man. Honesty is not the greatest thing to be. It's not, it's just no one wants to hear, yeah. Especially a woman, you know, she don't want to hear that. Because men, it's hard for us to love you and like you at the same time. It's just, it is what it is. Once a man loves you, he no longer likes you usually. So, I'm going to give you some advice, ladies, on how to keep your man liking you once he loves you, if that's possible. This is what I think. Men want to be alone. But we don't want to be by ourselves. Does that make sense at all? Meaning, really. Look at this guy looking at his wife like, not you, sweetie, but sort of you, kind of. We want you uh, somewhere, like, in the dwelling. Just not here, like, just like around the corner, in the vents. You can sit in the vent. I don't care if you want to watch me in the ba- on the roof, anywhere, but just not in front of me trying to be my friend. What you doing? What you doing? Watching baseball? Why are you watching baseball by yourself? How come you didn't get me up? You snuck out of bed. Why'd you didn't get me up? I want to watch baseball with you. What you doing? Why are you, why are you, why are you doing? over move your leg off that ottoman where it's comfortable so i can sit next to you and wrap my leg around your leg and some weird i love you uh hot vine move over give me your arm give me your arm give it to me let me give it come here give me a kiss mean it mean the kiss you love me say it say mean it what you doing? What you eating a hamburger? You shouldn't be eating a hamburger at 11. It's too early to eat a hamburger. Let me go make you a better sandwich, a, a turkey sandwich on 47 grain bread with no mayonnaise and, and bean sprouts. Tastes like rat turds and, and twigs. Ain't that better? Ain't that better? A dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is the TV so loud? Well, turn it down. Ain't that better? Can't hear the TV. Got a dry sandwich. You know what? Ain't that better? Why is it so cold in here? Turn it. Why is the ceiling fan and the air conditioner? Turn it off. Ain't that better? Sweating. Wrapped up into a hot vine. Can't hear the TV. Got a dry sandwich. Ain't that better? 
Why is it so dark in here? Let some sunlight in. Ain't that better? Can't see the TV. Can't hear it. Hey, I gotta go, man. Y'all take care, but thank you very much. Scientists just figured out why cannabis smells like a skunk's butt. I don't, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't stand for anything he stands for, but I can't wait to see him debate DeSantis. That's just gonna be fun. That's like watching Michael Jackson go up against a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> you know what his nickname for Ron DeSantis? He calls him Ron DeSantimonious. Ron DeSantimonious. That's a big word for him, though. That's a big word. Sanctimonious. It's a three-letter word. I gave him a ten. I said, keep the change. DeSantimonious. See this guy? He's got a D and set. It's wisdom. What's wrong to Santa's calling right now? Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just guessing that whatever it takes to terraform Mars and move a billion people there so that we're a multi-planet species so that one planet does not go extinct from an asteroid. Whatever effort that is, that's probably more than what it takes to deflect an asteroid. God, well, do you need a person and he lives up in heaven? How much longer do you see Christianity lasting? I, I wrote three historical novels in the 1980s, and one of the most disillusioning things I found out was that Voltaire, that paragon of reason and skepticism and caution, Voltaire had a period in which he thought the Catholic Church would be gone in 20 years. That was after they dissolved the Jesuits. Later they, re, re, they allowed the Jesuit order to reform, but when they dissolved the Jesuits, he wrote an ecstatic letter saying, the Catholic Church is falling apart, it will be gone in 20 years. Considering how persistent the Christian virus has been, I don't see any hope of eliminating it in the near future. I just hope for more and more amelioration, like the First Amendment over here and the similar laws in other advanced industrial nations which prevent the Christians from burning us at the stake, which they would do again. The minute they had the freedom to do it, they would do it, you know. As Nietzsche said, it's not their love for us that keeps them from burning us at the stake anymore. It's the impotence of their love. They don't have the power to burn us at the stake. But if they could save our souls by burning us at the stake, don't you think our souls are worth more than our bodies? They'd burn us at the stake again as soon as they had the right to do it. So as long as we have some protection, that much protection against them, the virus will go on raging indefinitely, I suppose. The one single corporation were to get a stranglehold on a vital product or a raw, a raw material, uranium for instance, which might be vital for the national defense and then would refuse to sell it to the government. Then what? Under a free system, no one could acquire a monopoly on anything. Uh, if you look at economics and economic history, you will discover that all monopolies have been established with government help, with the help of franchises, uh, subsidies or any kind of government privileges. In free competition, no one could corner the market on a needed product. It is an intellectual issue. Uh, since they all believe in collectivism, they do favor it.
Remember when pride was a sin? Although that is merely a factual statement, because under the old rules, applicable even a decade ago, pride was a sin, and had been recognized as perhaps the cardinal sin for thousands of years previously, to the woke authoritarian moralists who now insist, for example, that we celebrate Pride Month, not hour or day or week, but month, and who have literally called it Pride Month, instead of LGBT plus month, or up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Beetlejuice, what do you think of the energy crisis? What do we should do about oil prices? Oil prices, we just put it down like 350. Right, 350, that's it. Just set a price. 350 a barrel? Oh, 250 is all gas a tank. Right, and then you'll be done. Yeah. My son so dumb, IQ 21 He tried to make friends, but they call him Ching Chong He eat the wonton, but he fat like Kim Jong He's so ugly when he smile, he look like the King Kong My son useless, can't play ping pong He tried to get a date with the girl Su Young But she said hell no, cause he not the handsome And my son so broke, can't buy the dim sum Yeah, yeah You want to keep more of the money you earn. I'm afraid that's very selfish. <laughs> we shall want to tax that away. You want to own shares in your firm. We can't have that. The state has to own your firm. You want to choose where to send your children to school. That's very divisive. <laughs> You'll send your child where we tell you. Socialists don't like ordinary people choosing. Or they might not choose socialism.
bones, leaving no space to breathe. Have you filled this empty void inside? No light, no fear, no love, no emotion. Numbed out, longing for a pinch, slip out of it and never fall back. Some of us try to cover up the darkness in their hearts. They pretend it doesn't exist and they try to live on. But once felt, never truly leaves you. Not being able to stand the neglect, it eats them from the inside out. Others choose another path and they embrace it. They learn to utilize their flaw and manipulate others into thinking that they have the power. But in reality, we're in control.
going on there's no sign of uh, any trees here I don't know when the scientist told me to leave the sewer they didn't send me the the weapon I don't see any trees I don't see any god darn aggro tossers what are they called aggro aggro pelters aggro pelters there's none out here I found this old can of Modelo down here though so let's uh, open this up Let's see what's let's see what's in here. Now we could also um, let's check the phone lines. Are the phone lines open? Alright, the phone lines are are open. Uh, let's see if there's any oh crap. See if there's any voicemails here. Looks like there's a voicemail right here. Let's listen to this voicemail. Hi, voicemail. Hello. You have no voicemails for me. But mm -hmm. I'm here in person uh, over the phone, I guess. It's me, Stillwater, again. Wow, this is a really convincing voicemail. Thank you. I've been practicing. Anyway, I've been thinking a lot about this. So... I'm I'm kind of deconstructing um, the agro pelter, agro. Mm -hmm. Now, what does agro mean in video games? Well, if you're pulling agro, it means that you're the one that attacked the enemy NPCs first, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so they're going to attack you. Yeah. And so we're looking at lumberjacks and that kind of thing, who are I guess kind of agroing. Um, trees and other aspects of wilderness. You follow me? Yeah, they're uh, aggroing the ants. Ant aggro. Ah, yes. You got to the next part of that. So, determining a weakness for that. And um, as long as we're going with Batman terms, because Batman doesn't ever want to uh, like kill anything, but as a last resort, the biggest weakness, I think, is fire. You can kill Batman with fire? I didn't know you could do that. Oh, uh, no, no, not Batman, but the uh, agropelter. Because uh, oh. trees are susceptible to fire. And obviously, the agropelter has a kinship with trees. <clears throat> Therefore, if you're encountered by the agropelter, it's best to have a flamethrower. There's actually a story about that, though. 
Well, um, color me intrigued. There Go is, on. Well, there was some. There was a lumberjack. Um, I think it was in in um, Texas or something. I forget exactly where it was. Um, he's cutting down mm-hmm. trees. He didn't want to die because he heard these stories of the the agripelter in the trees. He knows how they throw things at him, and he had the same idea as Batman as to burn down the tree because was what the fuck is he? No tree, no agropelter, right? So he but he sure. started he started to burn down the tree, but the agropelter would not die. He said that he saw the agropelter become engulfed in flames and then um he saw the agropelter um he was like holding this this like a like a like he was holding part of the trunk of the tree and the rock shot out mm-hmm. shot out of it. It shot out of uh, his hand and it went when flying it went he said that he saw the rock go flying over like a grassy knoll and hit somebody mm-hmm. in a car right in the back of the head it was oh wow yeah. so i don't okay. know fire fire might cause more damage than um than protect you it's hurting other people well fire might just pull more aggro you know yeah. um i mean maybe that's the thing maybe safety in numbers uh, you know, have a full party. You know, get a get a tank that can pull the aggro, so that the uh, you know uh, attack per set per uh, second uh, people can do damage, and uh, then you know with a healer or two in the background. Uh, uh, but that's getting too video gaming. Caller, do you, have you been playing any video games lately? Um, I started playing Tactics Ogre. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh. For those of you not familiar, it's kind of like um, someone uh, decided to uh, take the concept of chess and apply it to a an RPG. It's kind of like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, uh, it's also very similar to Final Fantasy Tactics, um, and I love that game. Those games because um, no matter how Perfect. You uh, level up your uh, characters and uh, uh, the best gear that you have. It, each battle still takes about an hour long, mm. and you could still lose any battle, no matter how awesome your guys are, just because of the tactics. There's uh, things like terrains to think about, you know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I anyway, that one on Super Nintendo. Yeah. That's a that's a great one. That's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I haven't tried the uh, the remake yet. What one day? No, I, I've been playing the uh, the Tactics Ogre on the Switch, and um, it plays beautifully. I haven't encountered any glitches, uh, which is always a plus. Um, and I like the voice acting. I love the Purple Pros. Um, it's like uh, Purple Pros is like the the V's and Val Art. Uh, uh, whatever, and you know, and uh, I like that uh, when it's done well, and so I've I've enjoyed that. Hmm. And there's a, a you know different points in the game where you can make a choice to go either in one direction or the other direction, where you'd like choose uh, to uh, gain political power but do something evil or do the right thing and then get fucked over by the political system, and you know I I, I like that aspect of it and. Uh, overall, um, I haven't beaten the game yet, but so far it's a solid eight out of ten. 
Have, have yeah, ever, it's a tasty have, one. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Baldur's Gate Part Three? Uh, I remember the first Baldur's Gate. Yeah. In which um, that one was cool because that was one of the uh, early games where, um, uh, as an RPG, um, typically like all the NPCs, uh, like in towns and stuff, are static. But in that game. If you wanted to, you could attempt to murder everyone in a village, and it would happen. It might be game-stopping, but you could do it. Baldur's Gate 3 is very much like that. It's a tactics game as well. It's um, it's a beautifully, it's a beautifully okay. constructed game. I, I do not know how the developers made it. Because there's mm-hmm. about thirty different ways you could uh, accomplish, you could you could beat a mission, and it could have a different outcome that uh, combines with another outcome. I'd, it must have taken mm-hmm. forever. To, it did take them a long time to make this game, but it's it's really, really kind of like um, kind of like the Dragon Age game, mm-hmm. but more so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, the other, yeah, the other and, came, and also uh, Baldur's Gate uh, is uh, Swords of the Coast uh, mm-hmm. connected, and that's a, you know Dungeons and Dragons, which uh, we are both avid uh, enthusiasts for. I still got to see the movie. Did you see the movie yet? I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I haven't had a chance to go see a movie in fucking ages, dude. I want uh, last it's movie now. I saw in theaters was Mario. Wow. I liked it. You, um, <laughs> you went to the And I wanted for that? to see the D and D games, but then I had to work too much. Uh, I wanna see I wanna no, see a movie know, called right? uh, Talk to Me. There's a movie there's like a horror movie called Talk to Me, like from A twenty four. It's supposed to be good. It's like a monkey paw uh in the modern day or some shit movie. I don't know, but I wanna see it. You know, the, actually Nickelodeon already did that premise way back when I was a little kid. The very first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark was basically just a uh, monkey paw. Uh, late 80s, early, early 90s version of the monkey paw story by Edgar Allan Poe. Now that you, we're talking about the monkey paw, I think I've heard mm-hmm. that the monkey paw was actually from an agropelter. It's, it's not a regular monkey. It was an agro Like it came paw. from uh, something that was pelted from the agropelter? Yeah, it was uh, a, a stolen agropelter paw. What? Because that's why they're so, it's so well, magical. that's a game changer. Because, I didn't know that yeah. the agropelter pelted cursed items at people. Agropelter pelts cursed items. It's, um, it's a personal peeve pew-pew. Okay, I think that that's why the catcher's mitt is even more because uh, you can catch it and then possibly throw it back. You throw the cursed item back at the uh, agro pelter. Curse goes on the agro pelter. You know another really good game I've been playing lately? Uh, Quake Quake Two. Just had Quake a two? Quake Two. They just uh, made like a re-release of Quake Two, which sounds. What? It's I how did I miss it? God damn it, I've been working too much. If if you own <laughs> if you own Quake Two on I think Steam, it or it upgrades by itself. Check it out. It's an amazing Really? Upgrade. It it's mwah. I played it for like five hours last night. I was loving it. Because I, I played Quake Two a shit ton when it first came out. 
And um, this is just a beautiful recreation of Quake 2. That's amazing. I love it. I'm glad to hear some good news in the world. You know, it's all been doom and gloom and everything's clown world, but God damn it. The At games, least something's going right. The, the, you know, this has been a very great year for games. Um, also today, I don't know if you ever heard of this one. I want to try it. Uh, mm-hmm. Armored Core 6 just came out. I don't know if Armored you know Core 6. Do you know, I, I'm you not familiar with this Co- franchise. Please was, uh, introduce me. It was on, it started on PlayStation the first Armored Core and I I I played it and my friend had it too and it was like one of the first games where you could hook up two PlayStations together to fight each other. It's fucking it was wild shit for like back in 99. And uh, uh you could you could pretty much pick every part of this robot to like make like a robot mm-hmm. warrior and you would fight each other. Uh, Armored Armored Core was great, and Armored Core Six looks like kind of like, be... like a like a like kind of like a custom Voltron in a sense. Uh, well, it's one robot. Voltron was like when five robots combine or some shit. Well, yeah, uh, I, I, I I use Voltron and uh, for lack of a better term, uh, oh, uh, I guess a a, a a custom Terminator. I guess it's kind of like. Like fast moving battle, t- it's hard to even explain. It's just it was. Hopefully, Armored Core Six is as good. Oh, like as... a smaller sped up Gundam. Yeah, it's kind of like Gundam. Yeah, you could say Gundam. Oh, okay. Uh, like a custom robot Gundam. I don't know if there's any pilot in them. I don't think there's pilots in them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember way back in the day, uh, I, I heard rumors that they were going to try to do a live action version of Evangelion. And uh, uh, anyone who's familiar with the source material for Evangelion, there's no fucking way that America is going to allow a a live-action version of Evangelion. Yeah, so uh, I I heard that rumor back when I was still in high school, back in 03, 04. Still hasn't happened, so I thought it was going to... Yeah, Half-Life 3 confirmed. Sir Dr. Mike Crox yeah. plays Quake 3. I'll take really? Oh, cool. We should have a we should have a sewer death match. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, I know that sometime uh later this winter when everything is like dead uh, around the restaurants and the bars, um me and some of the uh other people that work at bars and restaurants in town. We're gonna do a Nintendo Switch night. Oh, cool. with uh, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, uh, and that kind of thing. You know, how, how many, and how many, so how many I, players? I, I, I encourage people to play video games with a bunch of people, but in the same room, not online, but oh, in no, the yeah. same room. Local co-op is great. You know, uh, if you have four players. Uh, I suggest you pick up a game called uh, Duck Duck Game. Duck Game is really fun on the Switch. Duck Game. Yeah, yeah. Check check that. It's um, it's like you're you all play as a duck, and um, you get weapons. Oh, is that the goose one? Where no, you gotta the, like no, hide the rake no. in the lake? No, no. It's a four. This is a four player oh, game. Oh, okay. That's a different. It's kind of like Smash Brothers, and you fight each other, but you all have like one hit point, and the maps are like. <laughs> Load really quick, and you just like try to shoot each other, and you run around. It's really chaotic, and it's it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, Duck Game is very fun. Nice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's uh, it's only four players. There's other versions of Duck Game. It has like up to six. I think it's Towerfall is another one, but uh, Duck Game is good. Mm-hmm. Another good one is that uh, Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge game. Yeah, you can get you can get a bunch of players on that, and oh my god, that game has actually gotten me laid. Like I will bring my Nintendo Switch to a bar, and I'll be uh, you know playing that game by myself, and some chick will uh, come up to me, hey, what are you playing? And I'm like, guess what? We could play this two player. And then uh, an hour later. I'm back at her place, ruining her sheets. Wow. Now, that's an endorsement for fucking uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game right there. I've ever heard one. I am patiently awaiting my check from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I guess they do own it now, don't they? <sighs> Man, video, yeah. video games are great. Oh, my God. I love video games. Yes. Wait, what were we talking about before? Um, I forget. Okay. Well, anyway, um, good luck uh, finding Sasquatch or whatever. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go play some Ninja Turtles because he, he kind of got me Jones in from some Ninja Turtles. I'll keep listening because I could play Ninja Turtles and listen to Nick the Rack. Well, you, you kidding could, me? You could, yeah, I guess you could do that too. Oh, also, uh, Vampire Survivor just came out with uh, a four-player mode. I gotta try that. that should be a, that should oh, be. yeah? Yeah, I want to oh, try that. You're you gonna have to give us a report on that one. Yeah, I will. I'll give you a report on that one uh, as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks, still, caller. I'm still waiting for oh, wait, a wait. good uh, Vampire the Masquerade game uh, uh, since, uh, like, after uh, Bloodlines. There um, was a new one an coming. Yeah, I love that game because the very first NPC that you meet after that cutscene uh, was voiced by the guy that does Bender and that dog from Adventure Time. Really? And then the rest of the game after that is fucking great. Uh, oh, Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Uh, I did not know I keep, I keep hoping to see that one on the Switch store. Uh, but honestly, I think that they should make a totally new game but with the same spirit. And where, you know, you you pick a vampire clan and then you start from there and then you got missions and you gotta, you know, keep up the masquerade. Well, there's a... Well, actually, it's from Paradox. Paradox is a pretty good company. Uh, uh, vampire Masquerade Bloodlines Part 2. Yeah! It's, uh... They just... Uh, June 7th, they updated this website. When, when, when is this game coming out? This was... I've seen videos for this for a long time. It's... I know, I do too, but, you know, Half-Life 3 confirmed, yeah, I have my doubts as well. <laughs> I definitely do as well. It's, um, it doesn't look, it looks, uh, eh. we'll see. And I'm not, I'm not trashing on, uh, Steam or Valve because I, I love both of the, uh, Portal games, you know, so. I'm not saying that they're slacking because those, those two games are so fucking bopping. Definitely one of my favorite games ever is Portal and mm-hmm. Half-Life as well. Um, uh, also, the Starfield's coming out. I don't, I don't care too much about oh, yeah? it because uh, Fallout screwed me over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the Fallout uh, TV show, um, we just got stopped getting any news of any sort from that. 
Oh, they filmed. Uh, I I saw them filming. They uh, filmed it. Yes, right near in, the sewer. In fact, you were one of the um, uh, great contributors to uh, the Fallout news. Um, but I, it's I dropped off. Of, I haven't heard I had anything. A picture of dog meat. Um, Kyle McLaughlin's in it. I can't wait to watch it. It's. Oh my god, that's. It's going to be so good, but they, they must be keeping it tight-lipped, you know? Oh, yeah, it's really... Especially with the rest of Hollywood uh, in a frantic right now. Yeah, everything's Because um, they're, they're caught in an Ouroboros cycle. It's a, I mean, especially when you look at the whole Snow White thing, it, 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 Hollywood really is a snake eating its own tail. It needs to, though. I In was, a way, yeah. I was talking to my friend. He works for Disney. And, uh-huh. um, and he, I didn't know you were friends with mice. Well, oh, that's so sweet. It's, oh, they, look they at need, that. There's no racism here. We all get along. They need to just make stuff. And kids, uh-huh. your childhood doesn't matter to them anymore. They want the next generation mm-hmm. of, of children. So even if you're like, oh, man, they ruined this movie. Kids don't care because they don't know they don't know what they've been robbed of. Ah, but I would counter with this. Yeah, you still need to know how story structure works. You still need to know how character arcs work, and you still need to know it's the same story. How to do good dialogue. It's the same story. It's just altered. Yeah, yeah. Just story structure, character arcs, good dialogue. I mean, I mean, those are the basics. Uh, somebody else in the chat. You had... can break it down even more if you want. You know, there's beginning, middle, and end. If you go into Aristotelian, uh, uh, the uh, his whole thing on poetics, which was about storytelling, and this is... but really, like uh, not that whole sense of story structure yeah. and. Caring about the story and the characters first yeah. is completely lost on Hollywood, and I think that the uh, the writers in Hollywood are kind of getting what they deserve. Um, yeah, agreed. It's it's all a shit show. Yeah. It's, Holy cow! Everything everything happens for a reason. It's not. If mm-hmm. if Hollywood writers were amazing, they they would be the ones that have all the money and would be buying like the fucking producers or whoever is the asshole in this situation, the uh, the the movie production yeah. companies. It'd be, it'd be and like, also, I I think that a really good writer will be better than any AI script. Because a good writer has a real-world experience and uh, a, a compassionate understanding of people and how people function in a daily lives, but also um, understanding the right kind of characteristics and uh, uh, struggles that a hero has to overcome uh, in an extravagant way that still kind of makes sense on that real world level. Like really good writers still know how to do that. But Hollywood, eh, they forgot about it. You know, they're like, Hey, we got to get these, uh, 
we got to be inclusive. We got to push these politics, and then we got to uh, lazily hit these beats. And that's why all these Disney movies are doing a fuck ton of reshoots and shit like that. And it's like, dude, come on. How many reshoots did the original Star Wars have to do? It's. It I don't actually know, but then. I'm guessing it's none because uh, movies are. Movies George are Lucas done. had the story at the beginning. And the only changes that they made throughout was basically dialogue. <laughs> because George Lucas sucks at dialogue. Everything is every, for the streaming services now. So TV seasons are different now. Movies are different now. The things that people want are... It's in a state of flux right now. I think I don't. It's I don't think we're at where we should be at yet. It's gonna keep changing a little bit more. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna go a little bit more towards that uh, that TikTok NPC thing for a little while, yeah. and then um, it, there's gonna be a breaking point where everyone realizes that all that is bullshit, and then uh, like. Fucking Shakespearean plays will be a huge hit again, but not like remakes, but the originals. And then after that, uh, we'll just start working forward from there. But uh, instead of just repeating the old stuff again, there's, maybe there's some of the studios be... will be like, "Hey, let's let's try a new a new idea and see if that works." They'll be they'll be. I mean, good, Barbie be was a things. hit, and. Uh, you know, I didn't expect that to be a hit. I didn't see it, but I heard it was awesome. I'll I'll watch it one day. Yeah, I will too. Hell yeah! But there, there's there's still good media out there. Like there's really good stuff being made every now and then. It's just, you have to wait for the mm-hmm. right director, or the right actor, or the right like mm-hmm. like Nicolas Cage could carry a movie. Even like like a shitty movie could still be fun if Nicolas Cage is in it or. Uh, well, yeah. If, well, if I, David Lynch directed not every movie, movie can you know, have Nick Cage in it. Come on. Well, not every movie could be. He's only everything. one man. Exactly. It's <laughs> that. That's why, like, the writer strike is more about like it's kind of like like the McDonald's workers of writers that are getting fucked. It's like, well, you mm-hmm. know, I wrote this this cartoon. Well, I've I've this always thought thing. that the writers at McDonald's were shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a job. It's a job. There's a union. There's a stuff happening. Um, but I, I, we, I, I go back to what Dvorak was uh, uh, once said about his uh, historical cycles, and I, we're in kind of a dark ages as far as uh, movies and TV shows and pretty much storytelling medium and um, music mediums. We're in a dark ages where. Kind of most of the, like there's a few thing, good things, but most of it sucks. And, but if we can get through this hump, we're going to see another golden age. Maybe. I think it's always going to be, I think we, I think we're at the, uh, I think we're at the, everything is shit and everything is really good. Like there's, there's a, there's a mm-hmm. shitload of really good stuff and there's a big shitload of really shitty stuff. And I think that's just mm-hmm. how it, it's just it's uh it's like a swirly mishmash, and you just have to use your judgment to navigate it. Yeah, find what's good. Hey, maybe we should we we maybe we should write a movie. 
Well, yeah, that's what you should do. If you don't like what's out there, you should always you should always create. You should always do something. And uh, make yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then, well, and then anyway, I'll, and... I'll let you go. Uh, good night, Nick the Rat. Good night, Sewer Chat. Good night, No Agenda Stream. I love you all. Have a happy go fuck yourself. Love you all. Bye. Well, happy go fuck yourself. Weird, it like hangs up twice. Why is it hanging up twice? Is there another person there? What's going on here? Biker Gang Joke Part 8. And the bartender says, Hey, everybody. Look, old Kev by here just bought you all around. And people on the bar, everybody says, Kev bot, you ain't so fucking bad after all. Let's fucking buy you a beer. And uh, everybody said, Well, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) He said, Nope. And they said, Why not? Why would you let us buy you a beer, sir? And one of the guys next time, the old man, said, Come on, man. Just fucking. Let's buy you a beer. What's the matter with it? Why won't you? You don't drink or what? Cowboy says, nah, I don't come here for the drinking. <laughs> That's the end. So what else? Wow. I was just, uh, listening to that voicemail but while I was listening to it I was flipping through X Twitter's dead Adam Curry's right uh, there's no way X is gonna survive for another five years say in five years from now it's it's over whenever I have whenever I'm looking to use X or I see X there I think it's like like a like I have a weird porn site tab open or something and I'm like, oh, I gotta close. It. I feel dirty whenever I see like that big X. I'm like, yeah, I gotta close it. Now I didn't really like Twitter, but the whole marketing with the bird and all that shit, it kind of, it kind of just worked. Uh, I know it's run by assholes and shit, but marketing with the bird and yeah. all that shit, it kind of, it kind of. Caller, can you lower your uh, pants to around your shit, ankles? Um, hold on, let me let me slap, slap my dick on it. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, shit, my zipper. Oh, oh man. Hey, Nick. Caller, thank Nick, you. Nick the Rat? Thank you for the skull, caller. Hey, well, what are you talking about? Thank you for giving me head. Oh, 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 hey. Hey, Nick. Well, you know what they say, the old saying, uh, turn around is fair play. Ha, ha, ha. So we'll do that, uh, what's it called? Uh, coup d'etat? Oh, no, no, fuck. Uh, quid, God, there we go. My Latin is rusty. Uh, quid pro quo. So, yeah, turn around is fair play. Turn what are you wearing, around. Nick? Every now and then I feel... Something. I mean, I mean, keep singing, go ahead. When I drop I'm, I'm working soap, on something. Turn around. 
brown eyes. Mr. Rat is serenading me while my arm is pumping. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, Nick. Hi. Happy 400, you son of a uh, rat. Thank you, caller. Thank you so much. What? What, what are you wearing? Like a special birthday suit or a 400 episode suit? I shaved 400 on my belly hair. Oh wow! You shaved off 400 pubes. That that's kind of cute. It uh, is? Pictures or it didn't happen. Caller, do you think X is going to survive? Um. I think it will survive approximately as many characters as it um as it contains, which is a, a singular. Or you could consider it a Roman numeral and then what is the X is five? V is ten. See there's there's the problem I'm, there's the problem right now that the government can't use TikTok. Because TikTok is probably oh. like the main news source for people today. TikTok news? Well, yeah, that's what the news is. And the government can't have, there can't be a, like, the White House can't be on TikTok. Mm. So that's the problem right, right now. Right, federal, federal devices are banned. Mm. But TikTok is the messaging system for the people of Earth currently. Let me tell you a story, Nick. Oh, no, no, it's not September or October yet. Never mind. Carry on. What were we saying? I was saying that um, there's no trees with holes in it around me. And I still did not get my chainsaw. Well, you know what you need to do then? You need to get your little wood out and start drilling a hole. Mm. Like some maple syrup? I mean, uh, use your little drill. That your uh, God equipped you with, or Mother Nature, whatever you want to call it, and I get to drilling. You know, tap that root. Caller. Hello? Caller. Yes? I have some questions. I have some answers and some misdirections. All right. I, I, you probably will not know the answer to these questions. There there might be... I probably know the answer to every question, Nick. Why would you doubt me? I doubt you because I think that I have questions that can't be answered, and I think it proves that we live in a simulation. I might agree. Carry on. All right. Um, bugs. All right. We got... Um, Let's just look at one bug. Let's say the mosquito. Um, Still edible. Edible. Okay. So in, um, how do how do mosquitoes? Um, they leave for the winter and they come back in the summer. Well, what do you mean leave? Well, I'm trying you're, to say you're like presuming hibernation. I don't, I don't know, do, how long do mosquitoes live? I'm trying to say, bugs' life cycle is so short that shouldn't they all be dead? Well, it is my belief, I haven't uh, studied, I'm not an ornithologist, I believe. I'm uh, not a bug uh, scientist or and haven't really delved 
delved into that, but well, uh, well, like a fruit fly, yeah, they, they so, only live for uh, like essentially a week, right? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Don't fruit flies like only live like two days or something? Uh, approximately correct. But if you have a glue trap, they live even less. So how are they all? How are they all not dead yet? Uh, they propagate like. Uh, well, I was going to say rabbits, but I guess they propagate like fruit flies, Nick. Have you ever seen two fruit flies fucking? They basically connect their asses. So you have like a long little fruit fly, a double the length, essentially. Fruit flies? But fruit flies come out they're of nowhere. They're extremely easy okay. to swap at that point because they're like sitting there. You know, getting their thing on and call, call it's just check like, this out. ew. Call this, have you ever had a fruit fly in your house? Uh, yes, I'm a gardener. I have fruit flies um, in my home multiple, multiple times a year because, you know, sitting fruit or vegetables in the window to ripen and it just it attracts those little rascals. Where is it attracting them from? From... Outdoors, but there's no fruit. Their garden, their compost. Is there, uh, so they eat other stuff than fruit. They'll they'll pretty much eat anything they can land on. But they only go to your house when there's fruit there. Like well, I live, I live in the city. Okay, there's there's no. They need I, an adequate supply before they basically lay their eggs, ensuring propagation. If it was just a small smear or like you wiped a sugar uh, spill on your counter yeah it would still attract them but they would not lay their eggs on the residue that was just smeared and dried up okay but they would sense the sugar but they wouldn't lay their eggs there i i live like oh, i live in like Pepsi. a sealed i like I the like, flavor but i like not live in a sealed eggs. off tunnel and th- there's no flies at all in my tunnel but if i leave a banana or like a lemon sitting there for a day, they come out of like nowhere. They like magically appear. Now you're delving into some deep shit. They, this is where think, the are. Go ahead. I think they're. I think this is a simulation. I think bugs are fake. There's no way fake bugs could live. As in. The fake as in that their life cycles are too short. Uh, there's, uh, they, there's the weather affects them too much. Like, uh, mosquitoes get confused if the weather's like 60 degrees. So anywhere that there's 60 degree weather won't have mosquitoes, but then the next day, if there's uh-huh. like, so, then, then they're back, then they, they, they magically come back and the, where are they going? They... Well, have you ever seen a fruit fly in your refrigerator or freezer? No. They basically, if they make their way in because of some thawing cycle, they can be frozen in a suspended animation. And when the temperature gets right again for them to, uh, or like you open the door or you pulled out the, uh, the dildo that you were freezing in the back, they, then you're digging through other stuff and, and they thawed out just enough that they could reanimate, essentially. Because you got to consider, uh, from wing to wing, they're only like two millimeters. So they freeze solid, freeze through pretty quick. 
So you're essentially looking at cryogenic freezing at a small, I mean, minute scale. So they're actually capable of, uh, like I said, reanimation. And quick but long-term uh, cryogenic-ish type freezing. That doesn't answer everything, but I mean, it's a start. And nothing that a little vinegar spray bottle couldn't stop either. The only bugs Nick? that might be real, I would say, are, are ants. What about grasshoppers? Actually, no. You know, ants, they live two years. Ants have the same life cycle as rats. That's insane. Well, depending on the rat. Rats but that's another years. story as I spoke. Um, hold on. I need, I need a vape. <clears throat> a queen ant could live 15 years. Why? The, these bugs aren't real, man. I'm saying bugs are from like a weird reality. They're 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 just not. Fifteen years. One. Why do some ants live fifteen years and some ants live two and rats live only like two years? This is life is weird. This shit doesn't make sense. But we keep going no, on it like, it, like on it's the all type like of rat. hunky dory. Like hey, yeah, yeah. The oh, uh, one ant could live fifteen years. Who cares? What type of ant? A queen. Are we ant. talking those little piss ants? No, a queen. Are we talking carpenter ants? The queen of a colony. Their life is fifteen years. Worker mm. ants can live seven years. What is this? I thought they. But then there's I, the bugs that only live like that's a day. Kind of uh, specialized in the ornithology or the bug sciences in his biology major. Uh, I'll have to quiz quiz him on this to get some more in-depth uh, information there. But um, All right, well, I a fly is 50 days. It's like uh, three months or whatever. They got a three-month life cycle or two months. What's yeah. that? A fruit fly has only lived 50 days. So that's they have that's to... uh, or quite a bit. You said two, two, or 48 hours earlier. Well, I don't know what I'm smoking. I don't know what you're smoking either, Nick. The flasher for the camera. What? What? Uh, what insect? What are you wearing? Only lives forty-eight hours. I don't think there's an insect that one. Oh, the mayfly. How long is the mayfly? So, the mayfly so only lives twenty-four. If you have a fruit flies in a glue trap or a UV light, that would attract them, preferably with a zapper, because you know. Nothing is more satisfying than hearing a little pop, pop, right, so pop the, when they hit the electricity, pop. The mayfly still exists, and its lifespan is only 48 hours. How, okay. How, we live in a simulation. What about the crane fly? It basically looks like a large mosquito, but it's not. It's a crane fly. They yeah. actually help with pollination and such. What does that have to do with anything? I mean, it's a crane fly, but it looks like a giant mosquito. People see it, they're like, oh, holy shit, it's a mosquito! Ready to suck my life out! But it's it's not. It's just a crane fly. They're, they're 
uh, vegetarian vegan, essentially. Do they land Nectar. on you at all? Pardon? Do they do they land on you? I mean, it depends. Did you dip your cock in honey? Eh, not really. Sometimes. Feels good. Yeah, that's kind of a waste of honey. Use Vaseline instead. Very viscous. Well, we got those lantern flies over here. I've been stomping on those motherfuckers. Well, and what about kissing bugs? Oh, my God. Have you seen kissing bugs? No. What you drive like? through the south, and they're essentially butt-fucking like the fruit flies. They they connect Ew. their arses, Ew. and that really, really uh, discombobulates or slows down their flight. So the light pattern of your headlights attracts them, and they're... Uh, discombobulated, warbled flight puts them directly in the path of your car and you end up with like a thousand of those fuckers on your grill if you're driving in the south. They're big. Not fun. They're ugly. You gotta clean that shit off. I like bugs. <clears throat> For breakfast? For lunch and dinner. With rocks. I mean, you're a rat. Why not? Did you know that I have to go? One time, I was talking to your mom, and she said the same thing. Roxy Lowith, talk to the universe.
There's too many creatures out there breaking the laws of reality. These bugs and stuff. Alright. Then there's another thing that's uh, really confusing. Um, in your bot, in your body, there's electricity. Is that how your heart beats? There's, there's a what they call it, like bioelectro bio bullshito. It just seems how how does a how does a mammalian how does a mammalian body generate electricity? Like it just it just seems a. It just seems like fake. It just seems like um, uh, unreal. Which it is. Life is very unexplainable and insane. Uh, well, your heart beats. Your your heart beats from the like the electrical pulse comes. Does it come from your brain? Is is your brain generating the pulse, or is it like your entire body is generating an electrical pulse? It's fu- it's, it's fucking strange. Where's this goddamn fucking aggro pelter? Pelt me with another Modelo. Thank you. It's AI. I was talking to my friend about AI and something he said really just bugged me out. He said that you could install it on your phone. Uh, like uh, chat GPT-5 or whatever the fuck it is. You could install it on your phone and it doesn't need the internet to answer your questions. And he, he was he explaining it to me a little bit and I kind of got the grasp on what he was saying, but the fact that it doesn't need the internet to give you an answer or to reply to you, that that really seems very odd. I I actually I still don't believe it. I gotta see it in action. I wanna get I wanna put a, one of these AIs on my phone and put it in airplane mode and see what happens. Because if it actually could respond to you with airplane mode on, I would think that's uh that's weird. Because, you know, the AI is not contacting all these websites looking it's not doing live website lookups. That's how I understood what he's trying to say. But it just doesn't seem it just seems a little bit weird. A little bit a little bit weird. Let's see if there's any more voicemails. Oh, um fun stories for like you know, news that a uh, hot dog guy got killed today. Uh, who he like worked for he, uh, the the Wagner Group guy, Prozodi, Patagonia was the name, Pierogi, the hot dog guy. He was working for the Wagner Group, and he was a hot dog salesman, and then he started killing people and he was killing people for Russia and then he tried to kill Russians and then he got sent to Africa and then he died on an airplane that shit's wild hey it's the biker biker gang joke seven part seven and so the biker boss asked her say anybody want to let this fucker use on bike on this fucking bed again you know right. saying, this guy ain't too bad you know considering past experiences 
Yeah, I care about it. Yeah, I'm on. Well, you fuckers, you got about 15 bikes out there. Hell, if I can't do it this time, I'll let you. Fuck me in the asshole all night. <laughs> and, uh, that's it. And one of the big boys said, hey, hey, you can use mine. A couple of them said, hey, you can use mine. Uh, uh, everybody said, hell, if I can't do it this time, I'll let everybody fuck me in the asshole all night, right in front of the bar, on top of the bar. One of the people in the back said, I've seen him. I, I've, I've seen him do it. So they gave him the keys and he jumped on that bike and uh, made sure the ramp was nice and sturdy because ain't nobody messed with it. And got on that bicycle boy and hauled ass down the road and stopped, turned around and gritted his teeth, squinted his eyes, clenched his butt cheeks, fucking hammered down on that throttle, kicked it into gear. He started screaming down the road towards that ramp. Just fucking cloud huge. You know what I mean, Kevbot? And, uh, <laughs> man, right before he fucking hit that ramp, <laughs> something happened, man, and he just fucking well, you fucking know what happened, dude. <laughs> That's the end of the story, but I'm fucking tired. No, nah, I'm just kidding. He, he, uh, he just didn't have enough power, and he, and he hit and he crashed into the building, just landed on the roof, and came back down. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. And they're like, well, <laughs> he said what he's going to say. He said, yep, I'm there my word. And let's go. And they went in there. Everybody fucked him in the ass all night. And it was all over. Walked outside into him. It's different wilderness. And that next weekend, guess what? Returned to that bar Saturday night. Walked through that same door. He had walked through the three previous door. <laughs> three previous <laughs> He said to the bartender, Bartender, buy a round for everybody on me. Spaghetti Lord, 1010, lose your mind. He's an aggro pelter for sure.
Alright, everybody. Well, I didn't find any aggro pelters. I didn't get my god darn fucking chainsaw. It's a bust. It was a bust. Episode 400. So far, it's a... Uh, it's new territory. It's a, it's a big number. We're in a new big number. We're going to be changing some stuff around the sewer constantly until I find... Until I find the nugget of what Nick the Rat Radio actually is. You gotta, you gotta look. You gotta keep looking for it. You gotta keep on um, sanding down the diamond until you got that one, one atom left. And that's what, that's, that's when, that's, uh, that's when you're done. But I'm not there yet. I still got a lot of fucking shit to file off this piece of shit. Phone lines are closed. Maybe. No, we'll open the phone lines. Hello, caller. Hello. It's it's Stillwater again. I'm sorry to bother you uh, for a third time, but uh, I do not think that this episode was a bust. Cheers. It, yeah, I... I found this episode very rewarding. You learned a lot. I think we all did. We learned a lot about the uh the the thing tosser and and about video games and movies and the, the state of the industry. We, you got a skull in the mail. I this is a dynamite fucking podcast. Yeah. You know what? I think you might be right. Of course I'm right. I'm not always right, but this time I know I'm right. Holy cow. It was another excellent clip blitz that you you threw at us. Oh my gosh. Do you do you want to hear one more uh story about the aggro pelter? I would love nothing more. All right, hit me with what you got. This one happened in 1915 in Nevada. Um, the story goes like this: okay. There was a um, a lumberjack who worked for a big, uh, big company, big lumberjack company. I think they were called like uh, uh, the Fat Hards or something, Fat Hardies, Fat Hardies Lumber Company. Uh, but they were they were mm-hmm. a big lumber company down in Nevada, and they were chopping down trees. Um, this guy, the Big Jim, huge dude, big axe. Fucking chopping trees down left and right, like they were, they were like uh, not, not, not even there. Just knock them down like they were bananas. Um, mm-hmm. One night, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to make some extra money, so he was out in the. Um, he was working late, and he's like, you know what? I, I gotta make some extra money. I gotta cut, cut more trees down while nobody else is here. I'm gonna come down, make some more money because he got paid per tree he cut down. Um, it was late. Sure, night. Was, yeah, he's burning the midnight oil. Yeah, he, he needs to get that extra chatter. Three o'clock in the morning or so. Um, I guess. I guess the story went like this: like his, he had a wife at home, and his wife was wondering where he was. So she came out to the lumber field, and she she saw him cutting the trees down at three in the morning, and then she heard this weird noise. It was like you, as they described it in the book. It was something like that. So that's probably how the agro pelter sounded. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, sort of like a. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like 
kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was okay. there. She heard this. She reported. Yeah. She wrote this. She had a diary, which was actually lost. Um, they found it burnt to a crisp, ashes. They couldn't read it, so good luck with that one. But she was at the, the site, and the guy was cutting down trees. She startles him. She's like, He's like and then, then mm-hmm. the, the aggro fucker yeah. threw, um, like, I think it was like an axe handle, and hit Hit his wife in the head. She's bleeding profusely from her face, and uh, Big Jim is—he's swinging his axe. He's trying to get—he's trying to chop down the tree before the aggro uh, pelter can do anything else. And then the aggro pelter takes a—he he takes a shit all over her. He shits on her. He throws a giant turd on her. What? Yeah, this is what he said. And then uh, she died. Wait, 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 wait. So, so the aggro. Tosser took a wild shit yeah. on her. Uh huh. He's known to shit the, the, the feces flinger. They were gonna call him That's the feces flinger. Horrendous. But... Oh my gosh! I know people who would pay thousands of dollars for that experience. You want to and he that? gave that away yeah. for yeah. free. Well, yeah, I know. We could. Uh, you give me a. You give me a call a little bit later after the show. I'll, you know, you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Uh, you know, I, you, you, you know my joke about the chick tea, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, man. Well, caller, would you like to it's, say? Would you like to say goodnight to the internet? I would love to say goodnight to the internet. Hello, internet. Sewer chat. No agenda stream. Know that you are loved. You are. You're loved. Not by the aggro pelter, though. He fucking hates you. He's a piece of shit. He'll kill your... It seems like he likes to, like, kill your wife a lot. So if you're you're married and you're a lumberjack, be careful. And remember, the aggro pelter is a great alibi. I mean, nine one. We're we're done for the. We'll be back next week with more Nick the Rat. I hope you had a good time. I know, I definitely did. The last song of the evening is called uh, "Gracious," which I am for four hundred episodes. I'm very gracious. This is by Aaron Astralwing. We'll be back next week with more. Stuff. Oh, there might be another voicemail. Is there another voicemail here? I think there's one more. Let's play this voicemail here. Good night. Hi, Nick. I love you. Four hundred more strokes, baby.
more wolfbane. More effective than wolfbane, Count. Indeed. Fucked this up, didn't I? No, sir. <laughs> What's going on? They're all crazy. They're all crazy. Except all right, let's supposed to start no, from here. Maybe I could edit this out. Hold on. Wait, it's supposed to start here. What is it? Who is it, Martin? It's that big gray batter gang. No use of wasting your bullets, Martin. They cannot harm that best. No, sir. He's crazy. They're all crazy. They're all crazy except you and me. Sometimes I have me doubts about you. Yes. Don't kill animals! <laughs> 